Okay. So here we are. Here we are. Uh, like to welcome everyone to the first episode of Pinkies Up. So Pinkies Up. Um, I could do this. Yeah. More officially. Just get it there. There you go. Oh. Good visual. Mm. So yeah, with my Minnesota mug. Yeah. If you can see it, handmade one. Yeah. Not by me though. Maybe someday. Handmade by some Minnesota artisan. Yeah. So, um. Just water in there anyway. Yeah, it's just water right now. <laughs> we were sitting I can, here. I can drink my beer fancy. <laughs> we were sitting here debating about all sorts of little intricacies with this new spinoff. And they're like, well, should we crack a beer every time? Should we mix a drink into our mugs? Should we be drinking tea? Should we be drinking coffee? And we find uh, fuck it. <laughs> we're just gonna like i'm drinking water this time there's at least in a, my minnesota mug yeah. and then we'll just change it up whenever we feel like it. Yeah. the next episodes there's at least a 98 percent chance we were just overthinking that one yeah probably so <laughs> there'll be some kind of beverage that we will drink yeah i like the idea. maybe the water for the for the people i'm maybe i'm drinking water in honor of the people that do not drink alcohol, which is perfectly okay. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I am going to drink a beer, not in <laughs> honor of those people. <laughs> well, I was going to drink the pumpkin head one. Maybe I still should. That was on the um, partners episode. Well, you can double fist with them. <laughs> like, like you can, yeah, you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. The one that Mariah was that. drinking in our partners episode of Finding Paradise. Yes. The pumpkin head. And I tried it after we recorded. Yeah. And it's actually really good. Yeah, It does it taste like, like a pumpkin yeah. latte. It does. Yeah. But with alcohol mixed in. That's a plus. Yeah. Um, so, yes, this is Pinkies Up. And maybe you found us from Finding Paradise. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Amanda. Um, and along with uh, our buddy Ethan, we record Finding Paradise. And this is a little spinoff show. Mm-hmm. podcast that we are doing um finding paradise is a little bit more irreverent and just kind of uh just it's our own it was our own personal therapy on there yeah. and then have other people come on um and tell their stories from time to time for their own therapy as well yeah um but that's kind of more geared towards just the general extra was witness community where um I guess it's just segues into why are we doing this? Um, We had kind of a teaser for it, a spinoff teaser that we did. Was that like a A month or two ago? A couple couple weeks ago. I don't know when that was. Um, As we were kind of starting to form our our idea for this and uh, how it came about is just, we saw there was a huge need where we, we personally weren't really finding support for this kind of situation you're like, well, why don't we do something about it um, where you're dealing with a high control group or a cult religion that um, also kind of promotes this post-separation abuse. And particularly when you're dealing with children, a lot of this focuses around if you leave um 
some kind of abusive marriage or partnership and how that continues post-separation. A lot of people say, well, just leave. That's the hardest part. <laughs> leave that relationship. And they almost automatically think, well, that's the end of it. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the beginning of a I, whole different it's, shit storm. It, it's the beginning of a whole nother chapter. Um, nice and we're here. <laughs> yes. Um, and so we kind of dive into that a little bit because we've, we, we do use some of one mom's battles information. Uh, she has been great. She's been such an advocate for trying to change family court and bring awareness to um, this post-separation abuse and what we were finding is that a lot of people don't necessarily understand there's that section of it. There's the post-separation abuse. And when you're dealing with maybe um, possibly a cluster B type personality with your ex, I'm not going to label stuff. Um, like we said before, we just state facts and you interpret that how you want. So, but we are finding that people did not really have somewhere to go or for support that you're dealing with a high control group in addition to this. And so what I call the double whammy. So you're getting this stuff from your ex um, that you're trying to parent with, but also a religion that they are still in or some kind of high control group and that your kids are also exposed to a varying degrees and how the religion also manipulates your children and tries to still keep abusing you. Um, it's a very complex situation. Um, I ha personally have been dealing with it for over six years. Uh, Tyler has been doing it with a shorter amount of time, kind of, I mean, officially yeah. it's been kind of <clears throat> ongoing throughout, I mean, yeah, the, the throughout post, our adulthood, really, the but post like separation side of it's been a year or a year or so. Mm -hmm. Um, but then a lot of that abuse is very reminiscent of like what we dealt with, what I dealt with throughout the course of that marriage. Yeah. So, so yeah, the mm -hmm. post separation side about a year dealing with the rest of it has been more than a year. It's been some time. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff is we have like our stories posted on finding paradise and, um, so let's try to figure out how much do we really talk about ourselves right off the bat. Uh, um, anyway, we we saw, okay, there's there's this need for people that understand the specific kind of um, situation. Um, and so I, I've been, you know, reaching out to people and like investigating things, trying to find people within the family court system or mental health. Um, I don't want to say system, mental the health. Field. Yeah. Things like that where people understand this. Cause it's, well, it's one, it's one thing that we're trying to, that like one mom's battle is trying to advocate for within the general family court system to recognize a lot of these high conflict divorces and ongoing court battles. Generally there's a domestic abuse of some sort that's running in the background of this. And a lot of the family court um, people do not 
They don't have to learn about it. They don't understand it. They just go, well, you're high conflict. Get along. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and so. Um, and one of the things that I've, that has been posted even by one mom's battle is along those lines is oftentimes in court, the court system is more inclined to do whatever is fair, 50-50 for both parents mm-hmm. to a certain extent where, you know, it asks the question, are you, you know, prioritizing being fair to both parents or are you prioritizing the best interests of the children? Mm-hmm. Which is in reality, that's where the court system should be. And that's where its focus should be. But we see too often and that it ends up being not a, uh, a safety net for the children. Mm-hmm. It ends up trying to be more, well, Hey, why don't you guys just get along? Why don't you figure this out? Which again, then those personality types, they lock onto that and they go, Oh, now I can use that to my advantage because they've seen it work in their favor. Mm-hmm. So when they are able to abuse whether it's the former partner or the children or a combination of the two, if they're able to get things still, even at 50, 50, that's a win for them within the court system because they're able to get away with their shit and still get their fair, their day in court. So, yeah, uh, it can be a very, very tricky situation. Um, we plan to eventually go into a lot of one mom's battle, you know, or where others have talk about how do you communicate? How do you deal with this? How do you help your children deal with this? How do you yourself deal with this? Cause it's a roller coaster ride. Um, the court system also kind of, you know, we'll get along. Why can't you guys just get along? It's almost impossible. We have found for that to actually resolve when you especially have a high control group cult religion that is running in the back of this, that that's this undercurrent through it um, because they believe they're right. We've asked the question of other people that have left a have left this religion, this cult, whatever as well. How many examples can you think of, of marriages where one spouse Decide, I'm not following this religion anymore. How many of those have you found that that marriage lasts? And it's like, it's almost zero. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's how it's extremely, that's ra- I don't, I can't don't, think of really many examples at no. all. <clears throat> I'm sure there's some out there. There's outliers uh, yeah. that do, but, or sometimes they start out. Okay. And then as the children get older, mm-hmm. the, the, the post-separation abuse ramps up because the people are still in that group that, that your former religion, your former group that you were in now are like, ah, we got to get these kids. It's, yeah, it means their life. Protecting these now we're kids. protecting these children. Yep. We got to get them away from this devil parent <laughs> that isn't believing in our case, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not Jehovah's witnesses anymore. So, um, Oftentimes they will sit there then and lie for each other because they view it it as saving the children's life, mm-hmm. yeah, and they, they want and they want to continue theocratic warfare. That's yes. their actual term for it. Yes. So, um, yeah, we had found there wasn't much 
if hardly anything out there about those particular situations. Yeah, we kind of fell into this much the same way as I fell into like my new career path. There was a need. Mm-hmm. We saw that people don't that you know, especially ones who are still trying to co-parent with a former spouse or partner within the JWs, those people don't have any support. Like there's not adequate resources for them. You're just out there floundering, trying to figure, figure this out. Just, just about anybody else. that's also dealing with post-separation abuse. You're out there trying to figure this out. Who's going to actually understand this and help you along the way, whether it's a good or bad outcome, as far as legally, there's no guarantee with that. Um, But what, what can you do to help each other to navigate this better so that you can, you can find the resources like an attorney that gets it, a divorce coach that gets it, maybe a judge that gets it. Um, and maybe start educating some or just to be a support system for each other. But uh, I guess back to what Tyler was saying, they kind of went off my own little tangent. I don't know, but yes, you decided to go into the field of therapy I'm a therapist because you saw there's a need for those that were um, ex-members are trying to leave these mm-hmm. high control groups and maybe not even out yet. And, and they, therapists and, and someone leaving that environment, um, regardless, I've said, even if they seem to be well adjusted, go see a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> if you've left a high control group like that, um, there's going to be trauma. Like you're going to have issues with it. And specifically with this religion, after I had left and suffered a lot of the abuse that I went through with my ex, I was in therapy and it was exactly what I needed. Yeah, me too. And then you discover, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you discover, Oh, there's not enough. I don't think it's a big secret. There's not enough mental health resources in general period. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's certainly not enough that have this understanding of kind of this niche of that extra layer of abuse. So that's why I decided to do it. That's why I left my, <laughs> my old job. And that's why I do what I do now. So. For me, I, I guess, um, you know, Tyler, it's, you know, commendable what you're trying Thank to you. do. And so we're trying to build up our, our, um, what's what I'm looking for, you know, I always, Kind of our support. Group I always struggle you, for finding my words. This is nothing new. Like I'm not even sure where the thought that you're going with is. <laughs> if I knew the thought, then I could probably put a word to it. But I, I don't know. know where you're going. So. Um. But yeah, I, I I guess it's more of trying to build that support, that network, for those that get it. Mm-hmm. Um. Because even if you go to therapy and they, you sometimes you're left in educating. A lot of times, left educating your therapist on what this really does to you what this means yeah. um and you're spending 150 and, uh, bucks an hour to train your therapist and i mean for years i was trying to figure this out on my own and then tyler entered my life and so now we're both ex-witnesses with similar backgrounds that just get it mm-hmm. and so we're like well why don't we start trying to use that that knowledge to help others to kind of take our experiences mm-hmm. both as individuals not, and then as, <laughs> you know, as partners together yeah. and dealing with the shit that we've had to with, with and our I'm not exes. perfect. No. Still learning. Um, but I feel like I've had to learn some hard lessons that if I can help others 
skip those those parts and get them on their way on the right path a little quicker, that'd be awesome. Even just one person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess that's why we're trying to do this. We've also had some reach out and say, hey, as we're trying to figure out our format here, because it's just kind of like wide open, like what we have an idea. Now, where do we go with it? And so uh, some have mentioned that uh, they like to come in and, and tell their story as it relates to this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like finding paradise, we've had people come on and tell their story in general, where this is a little more specific. It's a little and more could, sensitive subject. Yes. Um, and we know we could be potentially dealing with people that are trying to leave this religion, trying to leave an abusive situation. Although we ourselves are not professionals at this. We're just trying to pass on information I'm like and help each other. Yeah, you're almost a <laughs> professional. Uh, I am not. Mine is um, what hard knocks of life, as people put it, even though I, I kind of hate that term. So you took a different like path. I, like, I, like I ended up taking the the mental health route and that's a, a route that you debated and you went with the phys- you went with the health health route and went into nursing. So, well, when I was first, after I'd left, got, got through my divorce and then you're left with now what I need a career. You know, you, we were, we were strongly encouraged not to go to, to further education I think now they're getting a little more lenient with like, oh, two-year degree. Great. That was not okay. Even when like that was a struggle um, when I was, you know, graduating high school and everything. So now you, your, your world is just kind of like, like blowing up around you. And then you're like, I need a career. What am I going to do? Where are my interests? So for me, my main interests were nursing, social work, or therapist. So I ended up going the nursing route that made that seemed to make the most sense for the amount of time I'd have to go to school and for opportunities. And I've always kind of been like a natural nurse my whole life. It I got a lot of practice on my brother and like <laughs> cuz he's always doing stuff that hurt him. And so um <laughs> I I just kind of it even my ex-husband had to admit that was the right course for me to go into nursing. I think it's about the only positive thing I maybe heard him say. <laughs> it's like the nicest thing he said. <laughs> ever since um i decided to leave the marriage and the religion but um yeah now um it's like falling off there it's bothering me oh okay well that was moose's pillow the cat moose yeah we had to kick her out of here she's probably really mad at us she's pissed so yeah because she wanted to hang out and be the moose protector but she was literally like right here so like you couldn't yeah you can see my face it was couldn't she was between me and the camera yeah which, like it I don't been, know. She's pretty cute to look been, at. It almost I mean, would have been funny. Little, like she's a cute little kitty. I mean, she's cute. Yeah. So it almost would have like been funny. More. Like it would have been like me sitting here having a conversation with the cat. Like if we could have got <laughs> her to like stay there. That would be interesting. Yeah, that's the tricky thing with cats. You can't make them do anything. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so see, yeah. we go up the rails too. Not quite as severe as I'm finding paradise. I think because. You know, it's only two of us instead of three plus. <laughs> right. So instead uh, of instead of three minds yeah. that are just going like that we squirrel. all yeah, we There's all have two. squirrel kind of brains. So um, but I mean that just kind of again, we've told our stories on finding paradise. Like mm-hmm. that's we've already done that. And as we go through this podcast, we're going to do that a little bit 
different angle mm-hmm. as we go through. But I mean, yeah, just I mean, kind of the it's more short condensed. It has of, more, yeah, it has more of like a a, a certain subject. Mm-hmm. Like finding paradise is kind of like anything and everything. But with but where I was going with that is you know like again we've told our stories, but again maybe you found this through finding paradise. Maybe you found this through searching for post-separation abuse. Maybe you found, however you found it, kind of the quick and short version of a man and I's, because again, she talked about when we, you know, came, when I came back into, you know, her life, when we kind of reconnected and that's kind of where, that's how everything happened. Like we both left the religion at different times that ended up in the end of our respective marriages. Mm-hmm. And after that's all said and done, like we ended up like running into each other again and reconnecting. And then here we are uh, about a year later and we've continued to see uh, on both sides, on, on my side, your side, we've seen that abuse continue from our exes. And so that's kind of the, that's kind of the general rundown. Like our stories are very interconnected um, yeah, <laughs> you know, my ex, well, I, I know your ex, well, you grew up with my ex and I've known yours since like, I don't know, half of my life. Yeah. Um, you have children with your, I've got children, our children know each other. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's a very messy, sticky situation at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, it works out well because no one else understands really like what, you know, what a person is going through. We've talked about even just the XJW side. A lot of people go, Oh yeah. And they can empathize. Oh yeah. That's fucked up. Like all the things that they do. And that's we And yeah, that's terrible. That must've been so hard. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But unless you've lived it, that's as good as it gets. Like you don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we've kind of got that unique perspective of we know enough of each other's lives and we know enough of how things have gone to where we're able to just kind of, I was talking the other day, like it's just kind of another, another day in the office for us. (laughs) It's just (laughs) dealing with, with this post-separation abuse. Yes. It's so, yeah. Anyway. So our plan is, um, my notes here. And I think you mentioned, but I want to make sure we mention again that like, you know, we've talked about one mom's battle a lot and we will, mm-hmm. um, and we will, you know, to a certain extent, we will rely on going through what's known as the post-separation abuse wheel. Yeah. And we'll, we'll share that a little bit here. Um, but we're not at all affiliated with them. Again, we just, we appreciate the work that they've done. Yeah. We appreciate, you know, specific Tina, her work with that group. And so just that's kind of where we come. That's the angle we get is we appreciate it and we would like to pass it along, but we want to tie in this extra piece. So, Mm -hmm. so what we're thinking of doing, um, I'm trying not to say, um, as much. I think they called those word whiskers (laughs) when we were in. Yeah. Word whiskers. And we were in the theocratic (laughs) ministry school. Yeah. Uh, Dang it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As we were going to take 
sections of this post-separation abuse wheel and talk about one category at a time. Should I share it up on the, I yeah. guess, is this a good time too? Sure, why not? Um, I mean, I'm not going to really go into it, into it, but no. our plan is to do episodes, make maybe one episode per part of that wheel yeah. on how it's affected us personally. Cause we wanted to show what this looks like in real life and get your guys's input too. And what has that looked like for you? Cause we can go through this wheel and it gives, um, it's like a general idea of what you're looking at. But then I also found, what does that really look like to others? Like that are dealing with this. Mm -hmm. What are some examples? Of course, we don't want to use names, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Then how do you navigate this? How how do you keep unemotional in dealing with this? How do you not get wrapped up in all this? How do you have find your own balance, your own peace uh, going forward? And how do you keep your kids resilient? with this and to play off, I guess, um, the book mm -hmm. and how to raise yeah. a resilient, raising, ra raising, raising resilient children. children. And, and we'll do that throughout the course of this podcast and on our Facebook yeah. page and on our website, we'll have kind of our, um, again, we're not professionals, mm -hmm. but we'll have kind of our recommended reading list. Of I listen to a lot found. of books yeah. and ones that really, I'm like, those are great. Then mm -hmm. I like to pass those along because but if they can help somebody else, like they help me. Mm -hmm. So we're all about sharing what works. Um, we're compiling a list kind of behind the scenes too of um, different professionals that can be recommended or not recommended. That's yeah. extremely important as well. Who mm -hmm. do you not recommend? So, we, so that it can help people not waste so much time. Um, yeah, if you know if you've it, if you've worked with a particular lawyer or judge or something, and you know, or even a therapist, which <laughs> or, I'm working, or which I'm working with um, my therapist mm -hmm. to have her reach out and see who from her group of other has experience. Uh, yeah has experienced like extra as witnesses. Mm -hmm. We're trying to meet with some attorneys that have experience with extra as witnesses. Uh, you know, stuff like that. We want, we want to hear from you. We want to get your feedback on that. Cause we are going to be compiling a list that will, that we can consult. If someone comes to us and says, I need help in general, I need help finding an attorney. I need help. And we're, and we're trying to even uh, not just focus on just Minnesota. I think that was originally our goal is more Minnesota Midwest, but mm -hmm. I'm taking information from across the United States. Because maybe, just maybe, it'll help somebody. Yeah. Just even one person avoid some pitfall somewhere with the wrong attorney. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, so, uh, so we do, like I did, like I shared it on screen now. So, like, And you've got a copy there. Mm -hmm. So for ones that are not uh, seeing what we're sharing, uh, what we've got on screen is a copy of, it's. Uh, it's on onemomsbattle.com. Yeah, it's what, copyright I mean, what 2021. Uh, but abuse? yeah, post separation abuse wheel. Yeah. And what is it? And so, so there's eight different slices of the wheel. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, alienation allegations, neglectful or abusive parenting, coercive control, isolation, harassment and stalking, legal abuse, financial abuse, and counter-parenting. And so what we're going to do is we'll examine those. We'll go through them. And that's where it kind of comes back to our stories a little bit. We're not going to like tell our stories in depth on this podcast. We've already done that. Mm -hmm. Finding Paradise already kind of covered that for us. But what we'll do with this is as we go through, we'll cover these different aspects of this wheel and different pieces of it. And then we'll be like, oh, and that ties to my story. And then we can give a little blurb from that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way we look to approach this situation. And to show how the X does this and also the religion high control group is doing the same thing because it acts like an abusive relationship itself. A lot of times these organizations or these groups, these cults. Uh, and so then you're dealing with it from two different sides of basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I always ask, like I always equate it to like the chicken and the egg and like, which one, yeah, which one, which? Come, which one comes first, which yeah. one is, is, uh, enabling this, the other, which like, is this person predisposed to act like that? Is that like, is that kind of their, their baseline already? Mm -hmm. And then it's just backed up by the religion or did this person learn this from the religion? And now that's the way they're acting the way they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a, a complex. And again, that's why we decided to put this podcast together so that we can look at where those two things intersect and what the, you know, mm -hmm. you know, ways that a person can deal with that. Yeah. Um, and we're, we, we have a private and hidden group set up already, but we decided to also make a group that is more public. I mean, you still are going to have to, um, uh, yeah, even the public group the public is still going to have questions. Be, so we're going to have to go through some vetting. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we wanted to offer uh, at least somewhat safe place or yeah. where people can support each other that are dealing with this across the country, maybe even globally depends. Like if it went globally, that would really shock cool. me, but like, yeah. okay, that's great. If you want to do that. Yeah. We felt we it was will accept you. We kind of felt that it was a good idea to have mm -hmm. some way that people can still offer support and they can help ones that are going through the same yeah. thing in a, as well as we can safe space and then that's why we have the the completely hidden secret group to where you're gonna have to let, you're gonna have yeah. to t reach out to us to have access to that at all um because that's you know more it's obviously more clamped down on it's more or it's more private um there, i mean there's always a risk i mean if you're yeah. be careful with what you're saying um we also want to be able to post anonymously for people Yes, that will be a feature of the yeah. of the public group. Yes. You'd still be able to post anonymously. So mm -hmm. um we just we really want to be some kind of or provide access to support for this particular kind of thing. Is because it's it's a more narrowed down subcategory of this post separation abuse. And like I mentioned, like I was I've talked to several um, so for only women, <laughs> sorry, Tyler. Well, that's, <laughs> that are, that's that the other thing too. Like this. we talk about like one mom's battle a yeah. lot and people might be like, well, what the hell is that? What about the, it's, it's, it's just the name. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it is, it's indicative of her battle. This mm -hmm. Tina Swift mm -hmm. we'll talk about 
it also is has tons of great resources for yeah for dads as well yeah so yep yep ignore the <laughs> <laughs> ignore but the in name. talking with these other people these other women I you can see how they need the support or I've talked with some that are not they were never affiliated with Jehovah's Witnesses but their ex um they either met them when they were inactive yep they decided to go back you for whatever reason and now this person's like they're maybe of a different religion or no religion at all. And like, huh, I don't, they don't really know anything about Jehovah's Witnesses and what they're going to be up against. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just go, Oh man, because it's a tidal wave Yeah, because they do teach their members, whether it's in writing some, some of the stuff's like in writing in way back. Now it's not so much in writing, but to basically, it's okay to lie under oath. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get your kids to lie so that, you know, they go live with the Joe's Witness parent and, you know, to save their life. And we've even, like, I've even compiled. They are the used to manipulating. Yeah. And we've, we've, compiled, yeah, we've that, compiled a lot of that stuff, which eventually we're going to try to put on the website and make kind of uh, different categories of help or information resources we've been slowly collecting it and then going to divide it out and organize it so that's easier to find and follow mm-hmm. for those that are going to need it or that already need it or needed it yesterday <laughs> yeah we're trying we're trying we're trying to compile it and if you know someone else that is trying to do this uh give us their info Pass ours along, whatever. We want to collaborate. We do not want to be this island. We want to just facilitate support, however that happens, and as safely as we can. Um, but with some, hopefully, some humor. We, this is. We, I think we put it. How do I phrase it? I don't know. This is not your mother's podcast. Yeah. We are not squeaky clean <laughs> in our delivery. Um, we try to be relatable. We will probably not be as crass or whatever as we are yeah. in our other our other we'll take main it down podcast. Like a notch. <laughs> but we still <laughs> we decided we're gonna be us and be true to ourselves. And we had to be fit this cookie cutter way for so long that we refuse to be that way now. Um, we're gonna be ourselves and and be our individual. Yeah. So we're, we are not, yeah, we're not, so we we're hope, not Christian based. Yeah. So we uh, hope you guys can relate to that. Yeah. We're going to give a religion free. And, and that's kind of always been my thing is like, I, for me, freedom of religion also has to include freedom from religion. Yes. Like you have to be able to pick and choose. Like you, if you want to follow religion, great. If you don't, great. You have to be able Just to be make your own, mean, please. as long as you're not harming another person. I don't really give a shit what you follow or believe. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And so that's, again, just kind of back to that point is we're not going to be this. <laughs> you're not going to want to play this in front of your kids. Maybe. I don't know. You're going to you're going to want to put some earbuds in for this because yeah. we're going to say fuck a lot. Yeah, it probably. just happens. <laughs> and yeah. We we went back and forth with it and ultimately we decided that's kind of who we are. So the people that are going to 
appreciate it and that are going to relate to it. We kind of felt that even if we tried to like scale it back and be more squeaky clean, we're probably going to reach a broader audience just by being ourselves. And there's going to be people that, that latch on to it. There are going to be people that like, we're not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So there are resources for those people. And by all means, we're compiling lists for that too. Yeah. We want, we want to help anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And if you, even if you don't, like it because we got sailor mouth that's fine we still got resources for you mm-hmm. but so reach out we'll still pass yeah. we'll still try to help you find um the right group for you yeah where you're going to feel most yourself most comfortable and get the most support um and we'll just do our best to support whoever does you know come our way and mm-hmm. um, yeah and we've and we've set up recently support groups within minneapolis uh like the minneapolis metro area mm-hmm for Minnesota, but it's going to end up being more Minneapolis centric. But um, that's the thing. Like we, we want to be able to support people as best we can and as many people as we can, because like you've mentioned before, like we didn't have that. Yeah. So there's no reason for a person coming out of this ship to think that they have to do it all by themselves. Yeah. And there's no reason why we can't be like, Hey, Maybe try this, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can present an idea to be like, I recognize what's going on there right now, and we can help explain it to them. Everyone's their own person. Everyone's going to make their own choices, so we're never going to tell somebody what to do. Mm-hmm. But if we can recognize something and we can be like, hey, well, that's neat, but what about this? Like, we might try to, you know, we're going to do whatever we can to help people not go through the same shit that we've had to. Yeah. Or at least minimize the shit that they're going to have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And some some people even mentioned, well, why can't you just let it go? Why can't you just let the whole extra was witness thing go and go live your life? Well, we're doing our best with that. But also, we are faced with it every day. Right. Um, We don't really have the choice. Yeah, we can't just be like, (laughs) ah, that doesn't matter anymore. We're moving on. We we were still fine. Yeah, we're still finding our happiness within um, the hand we've been dealt Mm -hmm. in life. And yeah, (laughs) and then trying to help others do that too. And as we keep talking about, we we just want to be that support as people are in those first stages of leaving. Cause it's a mind fuck when you are leaving all that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, hopefully we can learn from each other's mistakes, but also our triumphs. What worked, you yeah. know, we want to hear about that. What worked. And right. so uh, that's, that's kind of the gist of that. I think we mentioned too, like we want to, we want to share other people's stories because they also have mentioned that would be healing for them and therapeutic. Not also, And then on top of that, offer real life examples of what does this look like? We are willing to hide identities, change names, not have video, whatever. Yeah. But if you are interested in telling your story and finding that freedom of, of I'm not going to hide anymore. I'm not going to cover for my ex anymore. I'm going to tell my story. Right. We want you to do that because it is therapeutic if you're ready for that. And we will hide your identity as, 
as, as far as if we can want, go. Yeah, we'll do whatever we can to make it comfortable yes. for you. So reach out if that's something you want to do um, beyond the ones that already have mentioned it. Um, and like, yeah, and I... I'm just looking over my list here. Yeah, really quick, so it, it, well, and kind of to your point, like you... Like you've kind of really taken this by the reins. Like I'm kind of just like catching up here, but like you've uh, you've done a great. But it's job. almost like, like it is in real life, though, because I've already been <laughs> I've already been in this for so long, right? And then trying to catch you up to speed on on like those boundaries, communicating yeah. what this is probably going to look like, how this is probably going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I mentioned, I I had to learn the hard way. Now, One Mom's Battle helped me tremendously in some other um, platforms on the same subject, helped me. And um, I just, it's, it is, it's very difficult, very difficult to go through, and especially if you don't have support. Yeah. So um, Tyler and I are kind of each other's support with this because <laughs> we kind of feel like we're in each other's shoes most of the time <laughs> on um, how to deal with this. So, um, like we've also mentioned before, we're, you're, you're going to be learning along with us in some of this. We're not perfect. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, the format, and I don't know, we're just trying. We're just, we're just putting this out here. We have an ex, another ex-witness that's working on a logo for us. Yeah. So, um, once we have that, then we can finish up the website. Yeah. Um, we'll give, and yeah. we'll give her some credit, too. We'll, you know, we're, oh, yeah. we're obviously going to credit where credit is due yeah and you know and same thing too if you if you are willing to you know share information with us if you're able to support like you know we want to make sure that you know people get the credit that they deserve Mm -hmm. and so you know it's not like a pissing contest or anything like we're not trying to (laughs) like you know get recognition but it is important that people that are that step up that you know they do see that you know their efforts are not taken for granted yeah so um but yeah i really don't know i feel that kind of touches on this beginning part yeah and so so again we're going to take these episodes and we're going to look at pieces of that wheel and we're going to just kind of break them down into what they look like what they can look like what they've looked like for us and ways that you know you can Kind of buffer yourself against them. Yeah, it's probably a way of putting it. Buffer yourself. Uh, the whole go the buffer whole... yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's some of that. That's that's what we're talking about. <sighs> we're gonna throw just shit out there. Just we're just us. Yeah. Um, I was gonna mention like the <laughs> Biff method, <laughs> Gray Rock method, um, in communicating, or how I like to ironically i always feel like this is kind of ironic but how i picture that i am like a receptionist at a clinic (laughs) and for reasons that we might get into that is funnier than lordy yeah yeah um and how to communicate so so you're not emotionally reacting because it's what they want your ex wants and for you to go off on tangents would just be like just state facts and that um, you give you give like two options for things, or whatever. It's just like yeah. a clinic. Although a lot of times we'll get into other episodes, 
is then sometimes your ex tries to use it against you or try to like mirror you. And they try to look really friendly and like, <laughs> I'm giving you two options, but they know it's two options you can't do. Yeah. And they'd be like, but I was cooperating. Look, look how uncooperative you are. And it's very sneaky. It's very, um, but we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing. Why, <laughs> uh, I can, to even get into the whole receptions no. thing. I just, it's probably, not we're going to get there some other time. Yeah. That's a long story. It's alluded to, it's, it's talked about a little bit in like our little catsups in on Finding Paradise, yeah. our last episode. Yeah, again, if you, if you seventh, found us through Finding episode, Paradise, yeah. <laughs> if you found us through Finding Paradise, check out Amanda's story. Uh, or Par- part of episode seven of A Little Catsups, fi- we also touched on why the whole receptionist thing would be kind of yes, funny. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> Mariah had no idea about any of that. And yeah. so I ended up giving her a little bit of a... Was that Catsup 7 or Finding Paradise 7? No, it was the Catsups. It was not the partners. It's oh, when, that's right, right. Because they were sitting at the end of the table. Yeah, I'm they, like, they came in while we were recording and hung out. Yeah, so. so, yeah. Anyway, there's going to be some crossover here. That's just the way it is because uh, we are on the other podcast. That is part of our life yeah. This as this is. Yeah. So, and so you will hear. We'll get them mixed up and we will. <laughs> they'll be talked yeah. about like interchangeably when they shouldn't be. Um, but you know, well, I mean, I, I, we're going to do our best. Shouldn't be. I mean, when it comes, no, I'm going to say like we're going to mix them up from time to time, and we'll be like, oh shit, that's when we were on. But yeah, so that's about it. Uh, The only other thing that I, you know, wanted to add is like as we were talking a little bit ago, and you were talking about, you know, the absolute mind fuck when you leave this cult this religion whatever you want to call it or when you leave another high control group or when you leave an abusive relationship things like that but yeah it does it fucks with your mind it does ugly things it's bad uh and so we're not professionals we're not doing this in any sort of you know legal or medical or professional capacity like that's not what we're doing so if you are experiencing crisis, if you're in a position where you need help, mm-hmm. there are, you know, county and state crisis lines, you know, find a crisis line local to where you're at. That's a great resource to you. Otherwise, uh, you know, if you're in a, a crisis, there's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 800-273-8255. Give them a call. Uh, there's also text line for that. I don't know that number right off the top of my head. Yeah. but um again i kind of felt like we should put that out there as well because there's a decent chance that a fair amount of our audience with this is going to be going through some shit and so we want to be supportive and we plan to put some of that stuff like on our website too with some of these right. other organizations we'll yeah. that do help domestic abuse um survivors or situations or help you leave mm-hmm. or that help you deal with a mental health crisis yeah because it has it has happened to um, all of us. Yeah. I would say majority of well, us we one, have some kind of crisis when yeah. trying to get out. Yeah, and one thing that I even like to share as well, kind of along the same lines, because we talk about um, uh, a lot of times we get hung up on like the negatives, mm-hmm. like talk about like some of the the positives as well. Because maybe you're a person who is not in crisis. Maybe you're in a place, you know, you're in a good, healthy mental space. Mm-hmm. 
I'd like to share like charities and things that can be contributed to as well that somebody can go, Oh, this is something that will donate to mental health, you know, resources and research and things like that. So are those that can we're going to have and, all kinds of different resources yeah, are those to share with people. They can come on and tell their story about, I made it through that yeah. storm, the worst of it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm doing now with my life. And, or, or we'd also, we're, our goal is to, and I just saw this now, and now we're trying to wrap up here, um, is that yeah, no, if yeah. you are, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too long. <laughs> You'll get bored with that. Uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Damn it. <laughs> is that well, the positive on this is if you have left this, these high control groups, these cults, and you have children, you're try, try to look at it as now hopefully maybe you can give your child a more balanced viewpoint. Even though a lot of times now you're dealing with our, your exes that are trying to take the kids or mm-hmm. it, that's a whole nother oh, thing. Yeah. But we also, I would love to hear more from, from adults that were raised in this kind of situation where one parent was in, one was out Mm -hmm. and what they wished the parent that left this group knew. Yeah. Please, please, please. (laughs) I really want to hear those stories. I've heard some. Yeah. um, Because even just for ourselves, because I I have children, Tyler has children. How do we navigate this stuff a little bit too? Because we're also in the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> and we wish we had a crystal ball. And we're like, are we doing this the right way? Um yeah. So that's that's another piece I would love to hear from is people that are that are now adults. Mm-hmm. And they had a parent that went through this. Yeah. And you kind of like, you know, kind of alluded to it a little bit, but if you've made the decision to leave a group like this, if you've made a decision to leave an abusive relationship like that, you've already made a lot of progress. So, you know, recognize the accomplishments that you've made and recognize how far you really have come already. Yeah. We're never going to say that the next phase is going to be easy. It might not be. It's likely to not be. And that's where, hopefully we can offer some kind of support, but, um, you know, take time to like in the moment, like be proud of the progress that you have made. Yeah. That's a good point. To, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's yeah. plenty of other people that are willing to listen. We want to hear your stories. We want to share stories. We want to share resources. So no one what has I put to in the spinoff? What entirely I- by themselves. What did I say in the spinoff teaser trailer thing? Whatever it was, we're all in this together from Red Green. Uh, <laughs> that might have to become a thing. Yeah. I don't know. We're all in this. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. There's more to it, though. We're all in this together. Hang in there. No. Or did you say hang in there? We're all in this together. Something like hang in ah, there. <laughs> I'm to look it up. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. So um, that's what we're all about doing what we can to help others where we can. And that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Good luck. 
That's all I got. <laughs> um, we will definitely be back with more. Um, Don't so, know when. Got, yeah. But we will. Yeah. Relatively soon. But uh, please we'll reach start. out to us if yeah. you in the meantime if you have um, anything to offer on the things we talked about. Yeah. Giving us resources, mm-hmm. support. Yeah, you can message either of us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page set up for the podcast. We don't have the website set up yet. so And I'm getting the support group, coming. the general support group I'll be setting up um, hopefully tonight. So, yeah. And the, the hidden, one, the hidden one, you need to contact, contact us about. Mm-hmm. But it, that one's already set up. Yeah. So, yeah, so. we will, uh, you know, go like us on Facebook. Look for Pinkies Up Podcast. So, it's PSA. I, is it PSA? Uh, yeah, it's PSA colon, colon pinkies up. Pinkies up. So, because we, with PSA, <laughs> like we kind of went like a couple of different angles with that. And we're like, what can we do as far as a play on words? Like it's a public service announcement. Okay. There you go. Like that's kind of the, what people think of when they hear PSA, but we also talk about like post-separation abuse. And so mm-hmm. that's another, you know, play on the PSA. We had yeah. other more comical ideas we maybe it's parental swearing activated and that's definitely yeah something we'll see michelle happens. ends up uh incorporating that with the logo yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. I, i'm curious to see what she comes up with with the information we gave her mm-hmm. maybe they'll be on there i don't know so we'll see yeah but, but it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah i don't but yes we we aim to share good information, but at the same time, uh, we're going to have some fun with it. It'll yeah, be, it'll so. be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. So well, here we go. Hinky's up, huh? I got my, you got your beer. I got yeah, my, I got just a little bit, my boring water. Yep. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you guys. <laughs>